Hello once more, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. Thank you very much for joining us for the penultimate episode of Best of Worst of British, a podcast where we look at terrible British films to save you from the horrendous activity of doing so yourself. My name is Thomas Hodkinson, and I am joined in a unique position for our recordings by two rather wonderful gentlemen, one of whom I could see is represented by his own face. Who is that? It's me, Michael. <laughs> uh, do you have a surname I, or? No, I'm there. Yeah, or are you fine. like share? No, I just want to be um, yeah, just by one name from now on. Actually, yeah, just I want to be known from Michael from now on. Just uh, yeah, it's it's a bugger really because I've got to change all everything. You know, all my social media now just just Michael. I've got to change. I think, all I think my, at all Michael my post. Might be claimed though. That's no, point. it's mine now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Michael Bell. Hello, my other wonderful colleague. Who are you, and why are you represented by Zippy from Rainbow? I'm Lorcan Mullen, and when people used to do impersonations of me when I'm being particularly forthright and loud. He usually turns into this and they go, my name's Lorcan and this is what I think. And you'll be hearing plenty of my That's name's Lorcan. That's a perfect and... impression. Yeah. You'll be hearing plenty uh. of my name's Lorcan and this is why I think for this film. Just so you're knowing, the, the reason that some of our overlaps a bit more than usual, it's not just our need to get our voices heard and rudeness on at least my part. I don't know about those two. It's because we're doing this via Skype, trying to keep the social distancing requirements. Two metres, boys. Yep. I mean, two meters and then the rest. Uh, yeah, uh, we're all recording this for our own separate domiciles instead of uh, Lorcan's usual hideout. So uh, apologies if it's uh, a bit different to what you're used to on the previous episodes. Audio quality-wise, I think the rest of the podcasting world suddenly reached our level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we leveled yeah. it, and, and now we're doing this remotely, and it's just, oh, no. We're dragging Mine them especially... down into the mud with us. Yeah. Mine especially Welcome. is horrendous, so apologies for everybody. Welcome to rock second. bottom, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, okay. we're in good company with this one. I think for this film, this final film of the series, we need to go all out on the, the terrible scales. We need to really pull up some shit. Because <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think we've been playing it rather safe recently. Yeah. Well, I'm convinced this is a practical joke. And uh, you two had such a lovely time uh, recording about me last week. Oh, yeah, the um, final score was great. That you've now just made me watch it. You, know, you just made me watch this. You watched something nice, uh, so I quit. So <laughs> I'm, convinced, I'm convinced you're just trying to make me uh, yeah, leave. So. I'm not going to lie, that was partly the deal. Um, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, it was close. It was close. For anyone, for anyone wondering, uh, I am talking of a film from 11 years ago, starring from ideal fame, Seymour Mace. Folks, this is Zombie Women of Satan. Excellent title. I think you're nearly ready to join the rest of the girls. From now on, you'll be only known as Zed. Guy, do you know what's going on? Yes, but I haven't got time to explain. <laughs> 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 That's my boy. <laughs> 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 
shit! Who the fuck is she? Don't kill off, you man fucker! Oh, again! Ah! Fucking good frying pan, that. Aye. You're not coming in until you stop being a zombie! Come on, let's go to the lab and see that. title mainly because you get zombies you get women very little satan well, are, think... they, are they actually zombies though some of them oh. become zombies at the end and like I, the initial and i thought i thought they were satanists that's where the satan bit came from well they're not though are well, they? they're just burlesque there's no form. mention of satan at yeah, all though, other than in the title no mm. so they're, like they're really failing on at least one level arguably two there are plenty of women in it that's the main reason they. I think these guys made the film they did. Um, so <laughs> this one came to my attention because I, I'm an avid listener and occasionally watch on the YouTube channel of Rahala Stapa. Rahala Stapa. Richard Harris has a podcast. And in one of his more recent episodes, he had Seymour Mace on, and he loves to always pick like their most obscure title in their filmography on their IMDb page or what have you. And with Seymour Mace, he brought this up, Zombie Women of Satan, which... Seymour Mace was very quick to disown and then give some um, details behind the scenes of some of the things that were happening in the making of that film that I'll sprinkle in as we go Oh, yes, please. As far as the nearest contemporary comparison for the films we've watched so far, this is definitely along the lines of the Knights of the Damned. This is pure amateur hour. There is not... Oh, a... this... The... Yeah. Basically, the budget on this one was £70,000, and it's all filmed in Newcastle and Gateshead. Mm. I've, got that, so... I've got that in loose change. <laughs> <laughs> of course you have money bags one percenter <laughs> i think a brief description of the film is required oh god what have i done okay so this film centers around a traveling circus of twats fronted by seymour mace's ringmaster jeff hellraiser was it Something who like cares who cares yes just Basically, a knob in a hat. But they're, they're basically. Um, bur- this was at the height of burlesque, I guess, at the end of the noughties. I knew at least a couple of people who were into the whole burlesque scene at the time. Okay. Which was. It was like people trying to intellectually justify getting women to take their clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> it to be... Intelligent. Yeah, it's art. It's, it's, it's steampunk. <laughs> well, I've seen a couple of like, burlesque shows at festivals and stuff, which is like similar to what this is trying to be. And it is but, quite entertaining. It's quite arty. It's not yeah, just it's, great it, you know. It's somewhere between burlesque... When it's done, when it's done well. Um, it's so, it's yeah, somewhere between up. burlesque, carnival, and cabaret. It's cabaret with tits. Yeah. yeah. So um, and, f- and fire. Yeah. Amongst the cabaret acts are a dwarf called Zeus, who's incredibly strong, another man called 
Damage, who's incredibly strong, apparently, he's, he's also. He's dressed as Thor. Now, Thor's not burlesque, is it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's some of the weird, some of the videos I've seen. Maybe. Um, yeah, and uh, the other character, of course, being the central character, who appears throughout the uh, introduction to the film, Pervo the Clown. I think one, one of the few people to return to the sequel because it's the guy who played Pervo that wrote and directed this as well. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. basically it's, it's his pet project. Yeah, and Seymour May said in the Rich Herring interview, we had a guy writing, directing and acting in it who couldn't write, direct or act. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sum up, actually. Um, we're introduced to the, this travelling cabaret and also interjected into features of the cabaret are uh, a um, what appears to be a vet from Emmerdale Farm doing experiments on women oh, in a barn. Yeah, this is horrible. It turns out this vet is part of a, a psycho family of cult dwellers and maniacs who um, turns women into zombies and then kills them. All yeah. to be left, I believe, to be his wife, who's a cannibal. Oh man, I was what I was going to ask. Uh, I might as well ask it now. Who is the worst performer in this whole thing? Which is really like it's it's a tough battle. But I think for me, it's uh, between the one who plays the mother of this family and the one who's called Red. I think, and the whole thing is that she says, "Yes, Daddy. No, Daddy. Yes." Oh, Those she's terrible. Two, like I was physically starting to convulse by the end of it, having to listen to either of them try to act in this film. Like, everyone was awful, but those two were, like, at the the bottom of the bottom. Yeah, so, basically, the family includes the, the father, who's a doctor who dresses like a vet, the mother, who's chained up, who's a cannibal, and a psychopath and a sex maniac. And a terrible actor. The, a terrible yeah, actor. a terrible actor. There's two daughters, one of whom's uh, entire personality is she wears denim and has tits. Mm-hmm. And the other one who's wears leather clad things and is basically a slave to her father. And then there's the son, who's, uh, I think I've named him here as Creepy Mark Warren. He's not exactly Chris Hemsworth in Bad Times at the El Royale, as far as, like, <laughs> you know, creepy cult leaders or, or like, seducers are. I had him look, yeah. said he looks like a bad boy in a daytime soap opera. Like, he would turn up in an episode of Doctors, and he's like, trouble. He looks like a bad guy in a 2006 version of Lockstock. Yeah, yeah. It was all black, wasn't it? Black leather jacket, black shirt, black trousers, black soul for wanting to be a part yeah. of this. I exclusively wear black clothing, so I don't like what you're insinuating there. Well, you're, doing, you're not doing it to try and lead a cut, or actually... No, I'm, you never know. You never know. <laughs> We've all got private lives to walk in. As a career path, you know. <laughs> so, as you mentioned, there's a cult here. Uh, the cult is that the creepy Mark Warren character drags women from seemingly out of nowhere, dresses them in white, scantily clad outfits, and uh, gives them a letter of the alphabet to represent them. Yeah. Was it, that them, it's... or was that just the act that the directors? Because it was just like. Women in credit are just letters and numbers, and it feels like that might have been like their 
more like I feel like it's like the people producing this film like their list of priorities. Like, let's see if I can get one A, and if I can't get A, then I'll move on to B. <laughs> and then if I can't well, it's get like B, the, yeah. I'll move on to C. All the women, what they were, um, they all wore these necklaces with their letter or number on, ah, and yeah. I just think they got them all all these necklaces from like you know the arcade or something. You it's know, <laughs> just you it, know, yeah, just like they collected all twenty six from the works. Yeah, exactly. Th- so they yeah. just got they just got a deal on, and they worked around it. I just got this idea now of the arcade that like their big budget production meeting was them going down to the arcade and like trying to do the ski balls to see well, what kind of budget can we afford i think we can get a fluffy we can get a fluffy rabbit that we can use if we get another and, uh, couple. that's this penny slot machine's really peeing out you know they got <laughs> they got 70 grand they had a good day you know <laughs> that's better than any of us could do you know? we cut in between like i say the uh, the father doing the experiments and the uh, the cabaret act uh including the burlesque dancer harmony Oh, that's the only character's name I remember. Her and Perva, that's it. Um, and uh, they they all realise that they've got to be part of a, a TV recording in the next day, and that's going to be hosted by Creepy Mark Warren. Yeah, so he's a so, cult leader and also like a YouTuber. Which, yeah, which like to be a, fair, is like quite accurate, actually. <laughs> 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 you see, I'm spot on. The way a lot of these ones behave nowadays, they do have the air of cult leaders about them. Oh, there, there is one point I wanted to make. The um, during the cabaret acts, they have one which is damage, splitting an apple in half using a chainsaw whilst the apple's still in his mouth, and he gets the chainsaw going, but you can see it very clearly is not working. <laughs> it's it's like the chainsaw sound effects on, but it's like none of the chains are actually physically moving. There's... I know it's a health and safety thing, but fucking hell, you could at least have tried. There's two notes I have from the, the sort of the performance part, this first part of the film where they're setting up their, you've seen them perform, obviously in the afternoon in a club that's like, you've got to be out by seven so we can get the actual show, <laughs> you know, we can open up for people. Yeah. There was one bit where they're talking backstage and one of, either Seymour Mace is trying to convince Pervo or Pervo's trying to convince Seymour Mace to go to some, to go to this thing next, the next day. And he says, there'll be girls with tits and everything. And I was like, I think that was this movie's original pitch. It's in his <laughs> first tagline. Zombie yeah. women of Satan, it's... girls with tits and everything. I mean, let's, let's be brutally honest. Uh, most of the cast are quite fulsome of tit throughout the, throughout the filming. Yeah, that, um, that was the auditioning process. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. Well, there's so actually the tra- a moment in it where, where Pervo boxes a woman's breasts. I feel like that might have been the audition process for every woman. Like, the other note I had, this was from the Seymour Mace interview. Because the guy who's Pervo the Clown is, like I said, the co-director, co-writer, and the star of this film. And he, so he's written the script, he's produced the film, he's directing it. And they come to this scene where Pervo's gifts as his cabaret act, his, his burlesque act is that he throws knives. So in the film, the scene, what happens in the scene is he goes to throw a knife, but then he just runs up to the the Harmony woman that was going to be up, that was against the target, lifts her up and runs off. So it's like a joke. But the only reason they did that joke was at the time he turned up to the film that day, he says, I don't know how to throw knives. <laughs> so why did you write that into your character? For fuck's sake. <laughs> so yeah, clearly, as someone who doesn't know how to write or act... Or direct. Yeah, so, but if, uh, it was, if it is good, it wouldn't be uh, being reviewed by this illustrious podcast. So. Yeah. I mean, th- this is a point. This is the best of worst of British. Yeah. So, yeah, as we carry on, uh, the team all end up at the cottage the next day where the, all the harem are being held pretty much. In a shed, they have to conduct this very 
very terrible interview. All the while, there's another girl that's being tested on by the evil dad. Is this the one? Because they've, they've, one's died already, and he's fed her to the mother. Yeah, it? yeah. So, so the one from the uh, the beginning, he's pa- she's passed away, and he fed her to the mother, who such a potty mouth on her. Oh, yeah. she was, she was. Yeah, needs Ooh. needs a good good washing out with soap and water. I don't exactly. Just, I, I can only assume that the woman playing it couldn't remember any lines, so it's like just say. Whatever the person has just said, but with loads of fucks in it, and say you want to shout I mean, that, them. That implies there was a script. Yeah. Ninety percent of this is I'll I'll just sort it out. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they finally at the end of the film, like, post never came, at the dear. End of the film, they're doing editing, and they said, "You said you'd fix it in post," and they go, "This is post." Oh, okay. So I thought that was just something that people fix a film with. <laughs> I just thought that was like a director term, like cut or action. I, I thought that was a computer I, I, program I, called Post that fixes everything. I thought but, when people did bad, you hit them with a post. I thought we posted it to Hollywood and they made it into a movie. It's a film made on post-it notes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and it's just like, I okay, thought... well, this scene happens here, this scene happens here. And it, it, it's like, there's, there's no script here. It's just... The whole thing is improvised, clearly. Well, yeah, I think that was the thing with Seymour Mace. Like, I think there is one good line in this whole film, and that's Seymour Mace. And I'm like, I bet he thought of that on the screen. Mm. Oh, I'll let you know when that line is reached, because it's a long fucking time. <laughs> you also got to mention that they have another woman, like the rock singer, whose whole band just happens to not be there, but she's... About... Oh, of course, yeah. So there's a rock singer called Sky, who's a punk musician, and you find out that she's not hanging out with her band anymore, and she's full of the hard times. Hence, why she has to hang out with Geordie's like Pervo the Clown. Pervo the Clown for the first fifteen minutes, I, I thought was like a Bob Mortimer character. <laughs> you know when he's just when he's doing like a generic yeah, um, yeah. Geordie voice. Yeah, it didn't sound. True. It didn't sound like a real human being. I'm now like just... to imagine that he's like he's in the loft of Olivier. Well, as I was approaching the character of Pervo the Clown. <laughs> I thought you'd be mad of the northeastern region, and I studied that dialect thoroughly. I didn't bother studying knife throwing, but that wasn't in the script. It was just a post-it note called to me the other day saying, we're doing a movie, get a red nose and paint it black, and be enjoyed. I was like, well, I've done worse. So, there we go. I hadn't. I hadn't done worse. (laughs) It just seemed like a joke voice basically you know it's like in general is quite a comical accent and this is coming from a brummy you know i mean i've only been to newcastle once but it was great and everyone was was nice and their voices were clear it's like okay i love newcastle it's one of my favorite cities in the world you go get experimented on uh she also becomes uh part of the zombie rage horde as you i say we missed the sorry we missed the the sex party in the hotel didn't we uh, yeah, I tried to ignore that. To be honest with you. Um, <laughs> We're trying to ignore it's... large chunks of this film. It's... We're trying to race through this one. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't take many notes or any notes, to be honest. Uh, so that's like one of the very few things I remember. <laughs> so that's yeah, it. yeah. Basically, in the Best Western Hotel, Pervo basically gets a lot of girls into his hotel room. That was one of whilst... the very, very specifically written parts of the script. That was one of the few things. Pervo has <laughs> the following women in his bedroom: one girl. <laughs> but... She is a five foot nine. <laughs> but but they tried to make it into a joke because they had Pervo sneaking girls in three at a time, and then Seymour Mace come in. Oh, what are you doing? You should be in bed. We've got this recording in the morning. I'm doing nothing. Oh, well, you you best make sure you are. And then you sneak more girls in, and that will think that was their first attempt at a joke. 
Uh, first attempt or if you're not sure if it was ever an attempt at a joke Turns I don't know like I don't know searing, serious <laughs> it was yeah it was yeah it, 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 this whole film is just so turbo I know that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to power through it man that's what I'm trying to power through it so oh, yeah, um yeah, the vet's latest victim. I'm going to keep calling him the vet, not the dad, not the doctor. He's the vet. Uh, his latest victim uh, also catches the rage virus, but this time it's displaying bleeding from the breasts or stigmata, if you will. Mm. Stigmata Stig- of the tits. It yeah. happens to any one of us. Stigmata, maybe. So uh, the leather clad daughter, the red one, uh, whatever you want to call her, she gives Spike punch to the harem of women back at the cottage. All while creepy Mark Warren is uh, interviewing the band of twats. Well, did she know it was spiked? Because the woman was bleeding, wasn't she? And then, yeah, it, it, I mean, it kind of. So the woman who's got bloody tits, <laughs> she was coughing up blood into the punch, and then she went to pour punch. So she didn't know that she was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank she, you. She, um, it was honest so... mistake. You know I'll how everyone keeps <laughs> the punch bowl next to the bleeding. Next to the bleeding <laughs> patient, <laughs> you know, lads. To be perfectly honest, I know I was supposed to be hosting this one. I really checked out pretty yeah, fucking quickly. I, I, made, well, th- this I is... made seven lines of notes to this thing. Well, this is I just was... the this is the only plot point because this is how they become zombies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so one of the one of the zombie experiments is coughed into a punch bowl. So the Harry begins to choke at the drinks, including one who's in a wheelchair. Oh, is it? We'll come back to that later. Anyway, the sister then runs away uh, to, in- to interrupt the interview to try and get uh, creepy Mark Warren's help with all the big titted zombies. Uh, but Sky, the working title as well. Yeah, big titted zombies. But Sky, the rock singer, notices one of the drugged up women who hasn't become zombified yet, and knows it's her sister. <gasps> so this was one of the things I wanted to ask. Isn't I thought that Sky was Australian. It sounded like she had yeah. an Australian accent. Yeah, she is. Yeah, but her sister is very clearly British. I mean, I know you know people move, but <laughs> what what I'm thinking is, uh, I'm assuming Sky is like a rock star who got into the business fairly early, yeah. uh, travelled around the world, and developed like sort of a a, a global accent, transcontinental accent. Yeah, maybe she took up residence in Australia for a while. Mm. That's giving it too much credit. I know. <laughs> she's got a great. She's got one. She's got one of the few lines I wrote down coming up at this point when she realizes what's happening and they're fighting off the zombies. Okay. Uh, it's when uh... she says, because she becomes quickly like the action hero, sort of Kurt Russell figure of this thing, <laughs> and she says the line, "I joined the army only to quit to become a singer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, her and James she's... Blunt, and I think that's about it, really. <gasps> They should do a zombie movie with James Blunt. Don't, don't encourage him. Sky recognises this girl, Rachel. Turns yeah. out it's her sister. Creepy Mark Warren locks the gang of freaks in the interview room whilst he goes to sort out his uh, his many, 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 many cultish women <laughs> who are turning into the raging undead. So whilst they're locked in, uh, Zeus, the small uh, member of the group, barges down the door relatively quickly it's funny because he's small That's uh, funny. it is it is funny because of stature we now have some emotional connection between sky and rachel because it turns out it's a sister 
they haven't they've been a bit estranged after their parents died yada 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 no one gives a fucking shit <laughs> should we just yada 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 the rest of the film <laughs> pretty much it, you it, just you two decided specifically to watch this one no <laughs> I, I, that, it wasn't me to who wanted to do quit. this one it was definitely not me that i will go through the transcripts it was not me that wanted to do this one you have proof because Seymour May said it's not even worth watching in a so bad it's good kind of way, which is true. Yeah, okay. it, it doesn't deserve that that moniker. My next note here literally is, zombie attacks freaks, freaks kill her, make period joke, why, why, dear God, why? <laughs> the uh, creepy you Mark your hands on the script, did you, Tom? I uh, did, indeed. <laughs> So, uh, Creepy Mark Warren and his kinky sister have gone to find their dad to work out exactly what the fuck is going on. They tool up with a few golf clubs to take out some of the zombie women who seem to be escaping just one by one. So, it's at this point that the freaks are now uh, out of the studio. Like I say, they are ready to start taking it out on the zombie women to try and save Rachel and get themselves uh, out free. They can't leave the compound because of an electric fence. It's just this lather, rinse, repeat, which I know is kind of the nature of these genres as well, but like twice in the film, Pervo goes off to wank. You know, there's all, they just always... <laughs> He's got a condition. They just walk <laughs> one place, encounter zombies, kill them fairly easily with very okay, blunt have, instruments. I have, I have no. two theories about this. Either A... They didn't film enough, and they just decided to repeat the process. Yeah. Or is it B? They thought it'd all be a funny callback. I don't know what they thought. The other thing, it's the repetitive nature of it, just this droning on and on. Because it's like the thing. The other note I made was it was the same two bits of fucking music the whole time. It's obviously like public acts. You know, it was like publicly available tunes. Yeah, no. Uh, same. Yeah. Bup, 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 the whole fucking film and it just again re- brings to your attention this repetitive nature of them just going back and forth it's just and they, they go back to the little guy doing a shit about five times <laughs> it's like this you just stretch yeah. it out we'll do it in post yeah. stretch it out it was gonna get to the There's point nothing... where like let's do yeah, it in the... slow motion because yeah, that will jo- bring it the... to a feature length but the joke there is that he's small mm. but he does a big poo yeah but he's he's there gurning in like several takes whilst taking a shit in the woods like a tiny bear and it's it's really just fucking pointless it makes my heart weep and then nothing comes from it like it's not like he gets caught whilst he's taking the shit he finally lifts it up and wipes his ass or whatever against the tree and then the zombie makes her presence known from like 50 yards away again enforcing the social distancing and, you know, it's like they can't even do, like, uh, you know, I hate jump scares because I always say, oh, anyone could do a jump scare. Turns out, no, not everyone can because these fuckers can't. Well, no, the joke there was that even the zombies find his smelly shit smelly. I don't think that was the joke. Yeah, because... Yeah, the... that actually was the joke. Oh, okay. I the zombie really walked past and go, ugh. So, yeah. I was really... I'm coming up to the last of my notes now. <laughs> yeah, so so in between all this, uh, several members of the freaks end up getting killed and turned into zombies, including the large lad damage. Zeus ends up becoming a zombie at some point, even though I think he's still shitting in the woods where we're at. There's there's several scenes now where Rachel, the drugged up sister, is starting to come to, running around in the woods, and every time she hugs a tree, she has a flashback. Do we remember that moment? Yeah. It took me ages to figure out who she was as well. Like there wasn't yeah. a very clear shot of her in the in the thing. No. 
And like I said, she had an English accent, so I didn't associate her with being the sister on that front. So I really associated her being the sister of Sky, as she was wearing probably the most clothes out of all of the harem. Yeah, and another well, that must have been like the one that was like the closest thing to a competent actor. And they're like, well, we've got to treat yeah. her with a modicum of respect, because like her and another harem member are both having flashbacks and it's like they're given equal weight and I didn't understand why she it seemed actually like there was a blonde one who we see getting off with the cult leader you know uh, but you know Poundland Mark Warren or whatever you were saying is yeah was. creepy Mark Warren yeah um uh, so I thought oh she's gonna be our focal point as like the the connection of the harem thing because she's getting out of like the the fugue state now she realized that she's just been taken advantage of but no she just is there to meet the other... Oh, it's just so fucking awful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm angry. I'm um, angry. <laughs> we are now getting to the point where I think this officially jumps off the fucking deep end, if it hadn't already, where <laughs> Creepy Mark Warren agrees to shank the experiment oh, victim on the table <laughs> whilst the vet films it for the mum and yeah. then shows it to her. I, uh, I needed a shower several times whilst watching this film. This was the main point. We've actually just had to pause recording so Tom could just go and shower again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, it, We've just had to pause recording so Tom could go and have a shower a second time. Oh, God, I hate myself. <laughs> just um, had to pause recording so Tom can pour a bottle of bleach into his eyes. <laughs> must remain they clean. Can't, they, they can't do me any more pain. <laughs> <laughs> you betrayed me for the last time, eyes. <laughs> we've just had to... We've just had to pause recording for quite a long time so that Tom could develop a clone and give him only vague memories of this film without the bitterness that the previous one, the original version, had had. How are you? Hello, Tom I'm Tom Clone. <laughs> How are you, Tom Pointo? Hello, I'm excited. <laughs> so um, just pause this so that Tom Pointo can watch Zombie Women of Satan too again. Excellent. <laughs> Dear God, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Why was um, I programmed to feel pain? Lorcan, so, get get the golf club. <laughs> and, and get swing the sit-down gun. <laughs> swing it about five feet away from him. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit... There's a bit later on where they get obsessed with, like, oh, we need to get guns to kill them. But, like, a light sneeze was killing these zombies. Yeah, yeah they... Yeah. Like, a, t- a, turn, a turn in the wind would, get, would take a few down. You know? A paper cut was taking these people out. <laughs> and then they got at the end, it was like, oh, I've only got, we've only got four bullets. It's like, you don't need You've them. you literally never <laughs> shot a gun once in this film. And then, to prove the point, at one point they ran out of bullets and, a, and um, the burlesque dancer threw a shoe at them and it died. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was a six-inch stiletto, and those things are deadly. Yeah, yeah. It's not oh, really yeah. kill you, though, is it? Harmony kills the, kills ladies' film. ankles, but, you know. <laughs> Harmony throughout most of this film does literally fuck all but moan and complain right up until the, the last ten minutes where she actually does something interesting. She wears a very nice summer dress. It is a very nice dress, actually. That could yeah. be one of my few say-something-nice. Her dress <laughs> Okay, um, <laughs> so uh, the freaks get set upon again, this time in a garage... Parvo totally doesn't just start up his chainsaw and decapitates Seymour Mace by accident. Oh, but we just, dumb. we just went past the one good line in the whole film. when. Oh, Seymour please, Mace... dispense the good line to me, sir. So Seymour Mace closes the door on them as they're coming to him and he goes, You're not coming in until you stop being a zombie. That was it. Sorry, did you say it was going to be a good line? Well, the way Seymour did it, you know. Not all <laughs> of us can do Edinburgh Comedy nom- Award-nominated comedy, you know. 
He's got timing that yep. I clearly don't have. <laughs> <laughs> if he does have that timing, it does not come on display in this film. It's all relative. You know, that good line yeah. was all in relative terms, you know. He's yeah. the best thing in it. And then he gets decapitated by accident. The zombies can be seen flocking around the laboratory. Rachel is dragged there by the kinky sister because she gets kidnapped or whatever. Creepy Mokoron goes after Pervo and Sky for killing these other sister. So, yeah, they kill the denim-clad sister. Yes. I the one think. that was like, she didn't have any traits. She was just like a normal person. Yeah, Whereas the other yeah, one, had, her... like I said, at least, I mean, I don't know if I, what I preferred. The one that was her that just had no personality or the one that was trying to act and was the worst oh, at oh. it out of everyone, you know? Yeah. I don't know which one, you know, what's more active. Yeah, uh, <laughs> lads, let's just power through this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the wheelchair zombie has arrived uh, yeah. and it's for some reason now topless, as they mostly are. Um, and Perva has the time of his life. I think Pervo wrote this scene in. I think he said something about equal opportunities. This I is his he... political message. He's very angry at the, the, the nanny state, people claiming benefits. <laughs> he's a, he's a Randian in, in more than one way. <laughs> We're nearly there. We're nearly there. We're nearly there. The mom gets interrogated by the kidnapped Rachel, who unchains her very, very easily. More zombies die, yeah. blah, blah, blah. The kids come back to stop their mom from fucking and eating everyone. The remaining freaks arrive to save Rachel. There's a fight scene. Everyone gets shot at some point. Someone gets knifed in the face by Pervo. So at some point, he must have learned how to throw knives. But I think the edit was literally him fli- flipping the knife towards his shoulder and then a cut to it being in someone's eyes. He couldn't even get thrown <laughs> out of it, you know? Yeah. We're not risking that. We're not risking that. Rachel kills the dad. Harmony kills the last girl being experimented on for some reason. So the surviving members are Pervo, Harmony, Rachel, and Sky. That's it. Although Pervo knocked out the the mother with a, with one punch. Again, Pervo like hitting older ladies, killing people in wheelchairs. <laughs> Um, and yeah, this great. isn't exactly. There's, there's no much, not really much nuance no. going on here. No, even for a film called uh, Zombie Women of Satan. Yeah, and then uh, suddenly we think all's over and done with. The mom wakes up and runs into the forest, and that that that's it. That's your sequel bait. <laughs> uh, this is one of the worst things we've ever had to cover. This is easily my ten worst films of all time. Not just for this. This is so much more offensive than Knights of the Damned. It, like, now Knights of the Damned is starting to look so much better in comparison because at least those people had some sort of artistic goal in there that was beyond their abilities, but they weren't sleazy scumbags. You can tell these are sleazy, terrible people that have made this film. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much unredeemable. Is it, or is it just... Because we said Pervo wrote it and directed everything. See, what May said is his whole involvement was doing it as a favour for a mate, although Pervo yeah. was not that mate because he didn't have anything nice to say about him. Seven years later, they made a sequel with Pete from Big Brother 7. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Fielding, one of the uh, outside cast of the Mighty Boosh. Yeah. They asked Seymour Mace to come back and he had not- he wanted nothing to do with it. <clears throat> I don't know if he would have How? done... They'd have done How like, did the react- Askins come back? He took well, his head off. Ah, oh, have you not met my twin? <laughs> oh! <laughs> or they could have done like a reanimator thing with the head, but that would suggest stealing from a good film and having some sort of ingenuity with that, and they clearly don't. Because like I said, like it's horrible. Like the, the, 
The zombie makeup's not even that good. It's just an excuse to get women to bare their breasts and run around. Or wear tight clothing or take advantage of the burlesque scene for their own sordid reasons. It, it does feel like someone who knew a bunch of burlesque dancers went, hey, do you guys want to be in my film? Yeah. Yeah, is it going to be any good? No, but I won't pay you, so you're just doing it for scale. Or he fancies a burlesque dancer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm doing a film. Do you want to be in it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not... I mean, we've all done... We've all made ridiculous efforts to try and meet some people, but, you know, there's a, there's a limit. <laughs> I, don't, I definitely True. wouldn't stretch to 70 grand for that. Because, I don't know. <laughs> that, you know, he might he might make it with Zombie Girl X or Zombie Girl CC. <laughs> that does sound like something I would do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's. So, do... can we expect Zombie Women of Satan three starring? I would no, uh, no. It'll be, it'll be something. It'll be something uh, slightly different. <laughs> I mean, how you make this film better uh, on every level? You just you, don't make it. You don't. You, you don't it, make you, it. I, you put it in a bin. Michael. Don't even you pop, bother. You pop it's it in like, a bin and set like it on you fire. Can't make a funny film about zombies. You know, like zombies is always kind of the be or the go to for low, low budget filmmaking and and stuff that you don't have to take seriously. And so you put a comic slant on it. But they like they weren't trying to say anything about the cabaret scene with the zombies or anything like that. You know, it's they not weren't trying to say any. Though. They weren't trying to say anything. No, you, you can just stop there. <laughs> but like I said, to improve it, are you trying? Can you try and do what the zombie genre is supposed to be, which is to make the zombies represent something? Zombie cabaret. They just <laughs> represent the misogynistic behavior of the people in charge of this film. You know. Yeah, mm. in this film, it did feel like there were zombies for the point of being zombies. Yeah. Uh, um, as far as saying something nice goes, uh, I actually thought the woman that played the rock star that was Australian. I thought. She's doing the best she can with this terrible dialogue. Like, maybe if she gets a decent script, she might be something better. She had, like, a charisma to her, you know, I thought. So you think she was vaguely competent in her job? Yeah, yeah. you give her some better material, she might be an interesting screen presence in something, you know? Okay, Michael, say something nice about the film? Uh, although they repeated it, I quite like the theme tune. Oh, God, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> had it not had it not had it just been a theme tune and not the only bit of music that they had for everything, yeah, it'd yeah. be fine. I was like Bill Murray in Groundhog Day at the end of it, like every time I was hearing that I was like slamming my fist against the TV basically. <laughs> you know. Uh the nice thing I'd say is it was relatively short. Yeah. And even then, like I said, they were just stretching it out. That's the weird thing about these yeah. terrible, like, low-budget films. They're usually really short and yet still feel longer than fucking the Irishman. You know, this could have been this could have been a very interesting and competent short film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that it got so repetitive, so drawn out, so needlessly, how? pointlessly disgusting. Can I ask how? Because there wasn't any easy. You just stop repeating like half an hour worth of sections. It's, you bring it, it down to fifty it, minutes. It that makes be an it... interesting. It wouldn't be an interesting short story. It'd be better as a short. It would. <laughs> yeah, but it, would it, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be interesting. No, but it'd be better. If you, cut, if, you, if you cut it down to 20 minutes, it's still a shit zombie film. There's nothing interesting here. Well, no, true. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll retract that. And I will say it would be better as a short, as Lorcan said. Um, but not only is Pervert the Clown revived in Zombie Women of Satan 2, he's also revived in uh, the film Shed of the Dead. Well, that's another film. 
yeah, that is another film done by different people, but it is also about zombies. Um, but yeah, now it's time to try and work out something that would be more of an interesting watch than this uh, in our segment that we like to call... Hey, you! Don't watch that! Watch this! Well, has anyone seen Cockneys vs. Zombies? Yes, I have. That's exactly. actually a lot better than this. There we go. That's better. That's a better example Cockneys of a very low, bu- low budget. Is that the one it's with them? Not... Um, is that the one with them? Um, is it Eric Sykes Shall... or someone like that? Yeah, uh, it's got a bunch of um, Richard Briers. Oh, God, is it? Richard Briers yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy who played Bricktop in Snatch and Rasmus Hardiker, who's from the yeah. area. Brummy, uh, I've seen. He, he would take the train with. Uh, I would take sometimes from Birmingham to. Uh, he get off an international, probably to fly off to LA to be in a movie with James Franco and Danny McBride. And I remember seeing someone spotting him and then going on the guy's IMDb page to try and figure out. It was such a weird little look into what it's like being a, like some level of fame, but not really. Uh, you know. But I would see him quite often. I do remember one evening because I actually don't hate Your Highness. I think that's a. I don't think it's a great film, but I thought he was really good in it, and it's not as bad as all the critics say. So it was a very quiet train, and as he was getting off, I did just quickly tap him on the shoulder and say, "Even your highness." And he says, "Yes, I am." I thought I said, "Well, you were really good in that," and he was very nice. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I, all, for, I'm I, all for bigging up Rasmus. I, I remember him more so for Saxondale. Yeah, yeah. But he, he, you know, he, he's always been a quite competent comic actor, so I've always been intrigued to see how he does. Um, but yeah, if you want to go and watch a better film than that, go and watch Cockneys vs Zombies. Starring uh, a Brummy playing a starring a Brummy. And a couple of cockneys and some zombies, apparently. And so, yes. Liars. <laughs> uh, well, then, gentlemen, this has been the final film of the series. How, have we, how do we feel? Relieved that this. Well, I think this just puts you off film in general. Yeah. It might have put Michael off of this podcast yep. forever. But... I mean, we, we could have a rotating guest for series three. We don't know. We yeah. might have to. <laughs> <laughs> By which we mean we will rotate Michael around in, in a spinning chair. So he only has to look at the film for maybe half of the time. The other time be he'll be looking at the wall. <laughs> that would still be too much. <laughs> or whilst he's got the song, you spin me round. I think he's fucking... Yeah, that would be, that'd be mashed, too much commitment. <laughs> mashed up with Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> no, I'm not listening to Pink Floyd. No, okay. All right, I'll but watch like it say, it's the penultimate episode, uh, Tom, because what are we doing for our final episode? Our final episode, as is tradition, uh, will be our roundup of the series where we look at all the films that we've watched over the last, God, how long has it been? 12, 13 weeks? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we won't give away our recording schedule, but it's been longer than that. <laughs> uh, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, this has been a we've long all age, fucking... We've all aged hideously. Yeah. Oh, I'm now in my 30s. I hate it. He <laughs> was a teenager when this You were a young book when we started this series. He <laughs> was but a mere sperm cell when we started. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this, this, is, uh, this has been Zombie Women of Satan minus a lot of Satan. Now, usually... Usually we we get together and we have like at the end of the show we'll always go oh somebody went and made a film they put a budget into it they actually gave their you know time to go and make something creatively and produce it for the world and then we say oh but this week I oh, you know like fell over a dog or something stupid this week no fuck that this week Seven Tom has grand. been re- providing required frontline services for people during an illness. Which is a lot more better than whatever these fuckwits did back in 2009. Uh, right. 
No, no offense. Working for Tesco barely makes it. Sound, you make it sound a lot better yeah. than what it is. Not necessarily than what he's doing, what we did. But not so, what these guys did. So yeah, the, the reason why it's taken so long to get this last episode of the or this penultimate episode of the series out is because thanks to COVID, thanks to everyone needing uh, supplies and whatnot, I've I've been ultra busy. Um, so thank you to everyone that's been uh, staying at home. Hopefully, this series has kept you company. Whilst you've been doing that, hopefully you've you're all safe and you're washing your hands and you're all looking after one another, but from a distance, two meters. And if even this lockdown has led leads to us being in cooped up inside for months on mu- months on end, you might end up seeing every film you've ever wanted to see and more besides. And all that's left, I've, is do- zombie I've women done that already, Lockhead. And all that's already. left is zombie women of Satan. Do not watch zombie women of Satan. <laughs> I've already watched every film I ever want to watch. <laughs> and more besides. <laughs> Three got, films. You got virtual sexuality out of it, though. I did, I did. And I did like... Was this, was this any virtual sexuality, Mark? Oh, it was no virtual sexuality. <laughs> oh, couldn't even hold a candle to it. So, yes, I have to agree I, with I, you on that one. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to say that the people who made this film put their heart and soul and love into it, because they didn't, because they're a bunch of fucking assholles. Their souls and are rotten. It, it's... T- to give him even a tiny bit of credit, which I don't really want to, um, you know, we've, we all do artistic stuff, um, and often it doesn't work out. <laughs> this was one of them, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, have, like, you have grand ideas, and it often doesn't work out because you haven't got the budget. But you know what? Or... They made a sequel, made a sequel yeah. so they obviously There's... thought there was something in this. Those grand <laughs> ideas don't get a second run, mate. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, they didn't okay. learn. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's been Zombie Women of Britain in like the most vague nutshell I can give it because <laughs> that's what it deserves. Uh, gentlemen, explain to the people how they can get in touch with you in the dark, dark, lonely times. Yeah, well, they can get in touch with me. That's Lorcan Mullen, L-O-R-C-A-N-M-U-L-L-A for... Apple N for November. That's my Twitter handle, Instagram, Facebook, Letterbox. If you put that gmail.com at the end of it, that's my email address. If you want to listen to my wrestling podcast, that's called Let Me Tell You Something. And me. Uh, yeah, Facebook. Uh, I don't, well, yeah, find me. Um, <laughs> He's a man details. of intrigue. <laughs> you got all my details. You well, can probably figure Michael it out. now, so it's going to be a long search. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Twitter, if you want to uh, message me on Twitter, is at MichaelBell86. That's a little clue into what my name is on Facebook. And uh, Instagram, it's Moon on a Stick, if you like pictures of churches and parks. So, um, yeah, follow them whenever you want to. Uh, yes, as ever, me and Tom are in a double act, but comedy's cancelled. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I just went into the normal spiel, but comedy is cancelled. Uh, Open mic is dead. Out, if you want to check us out, it's uh, the Kamikaze Club. We're probably going to do something um, during this. Yeah, um, keep, keep your eyes peeled. We may have some but, stuff coming Yeah, up. check it out. Actually, we're, we're on something like 442 Facebook likes. So, if you can push it up to 450, that'd be lovely. Mm. 442, nice. And that is the Kamikaze Club. So, uh, yes, please check yeah. us out. And you hopefully can... you'll switch to four five one when necessary. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm a, I'm a four course. three three man every time. <laughs> well, that'll be of a course. step down. <laughs> of course, you can talk to me exclusively if you don't want to speak to these pricks. Uh, you can find me, uh, Tom Hodkinson, spell Tom with T H O M because. Um, I've given up even trying to work out why I've done that now. Uh, so yeah, Tom Hodkinson at. Uh, 
Google Mail if you need to get me on the internet uh, via email. Uh, Tom Hoggerton on pretty much every form of social media going. Uh, I'm not hard to find, and I'm very lovely and wonderful and bubbly. Arrogant. So, chaps, are we ready for the... uh, uh, Are we ready for for the sign-off? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, chaps, um... Well, if if you don't mind, I'm going oh, to pause actually, um, give us a shout. Sorry, yeah, give us a shout about um, on our Facebook and Twitter about films you want to recommend us for next series. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're already in the planning stages of series three, so if you have any suggestions, any ideas uh, that you think we could have a look at, please do send them our way. If you suggest Zombie Women of Satan two, I will block yeah. you. We aren't. We aren't <laughs> doing that. We aren't. That is a more. Yeah. We're. We're not. We're not going down that path again. No. 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 Um. And we've, we've done, done several no- sequels this series, but we are yeah. not returning to this. <laughs> um. But if you have any other suggestions, um, uh, as long as it's relatively British, as like as long as there's a British production company, or it's even nice. if. Predominantly British yeah. talent involved. Uh, we, anything you know. involved of that ilk, please do let us know, and we'll uh, we'll do our best to hunt it down and watch it for you. Okay, thank you very much. Bye. Bye. You betrayed me for the last time, eyes. <laughs>